0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's Wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 834, Avoiding Fitness Information Overload, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. And thank you again so much for sending in your questions. Now, if you're listening live or in real time, today is September 26th, which means we're going to be giving away a book to a random person on our mailing list very, very soon. So be sure you're on our mailing list at oldpodcast.com because the next drawing is in just five days. All right. With that let's talk about fitness information overload and how to avoid it. So let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Avoiding Fitness Information Overload by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. The Ballerina Within. A while ago, I created an Instagram post that I wanted to incorporate into February's living on autopilot theme. There is this idea that floats around in the collective feminine unconscious that, underneath our exteriors, we all have a petite, perfectly muscular, but not too muscular, long-limbed ballerina lurking, just waiting to be unleashed. If only we could burn fat from the areas that are covering up this willowy ballerina, she will be revealed, like one of Michelangelo's sculptures freed from the marble. So we chase down extremely specific workout moves that will change the parts of ourselves that we like the least. We Google, quote, exercises to tone, insert, saddlebags, inner thighs, pooch, love handles, or your problem area of choice. It's easy to see how we can get caught in this cycle of thinking. Take a stroll through Women's Health magazine covers. Does it really seem like maybe the five moves guarantee you Maria Menunos' tummy? Resize your thighs, really? 675 amazing health, nutrition, beauty, style, and fitness tips? 675 information overload. So what does this have to do with living on autopilot or improving the strength of your habits and willpower? Becoming overly focused on small physique details has many potential pitfalls, but one that I notice frequently is the vulnerability to information overload. When we focus too much on our inner thighs, back fat, or underarms, we easily fall prey to gimmicky workouts, barrel-scraping health journalism, and marketing schemes that target these insecurities. When magical thinking is at the wheel, we make a lot of convoluted detours, taking random jabs at a bunch of different methods. Information overload weighs us down, making action more difficult as we struggle to choose the right workout that will give us the results we want. Listening to the cacophony that now calls itself health and wellness journalism causes jerky starts and stops as you constantly pause to reevaluate every new piece of conflicting information that crosses your path. 25 tips? Most of my clients have difficulty applying one or two lifestyle changes at a time, let alone 675. This isn't because my clients have a problem. It's because they're human, and most of us perform better and faster if we have fewer choices. We don't need more workouts. We just need to do the ones we have. Being your best you. My question to you is this. What if there is no ballerina? What if you can't use exercise like some kind of real-life Photoshop eraser to resize your thighs? As I said in my Instagram post, quote, the next time you see an ad for a yoga program and think, I want her arms, just remember that her appearance is a combination of her yoga practice and her parents. Fit looks different on different people. Two lean women can wear leanness very differently, regardless of exercise type. You can't re-engineer your appearance to look like someone else. When you do that, you underestimate yourself. What's important is to find something that works for you, both eating and exercise strategies that you enjoy and can sustain for a long time. It's that long-term consistency and progress that contributes to wow results that last, keeping you looking and feeling your best, end quote. The action question is, if you can't create a new body through exercise, how can you work on improving the fitness of your actual body? The thought question is, what kind of exercise would you do if exercise had nothing to do with appearance? The feeling question is, what if there were no best exercise? What if the search were over for good? The reality is that any kind of workout done consistently paired with a way of eating that creates a caloric deficit will result in a leaner, more athletic you. No gimmicks required. If you take anything from today, I hope you'll try these two strategies this week. One, play to your strengths. What type of exercise fits easily into your schedule so that you could do it three to five times per week? Just pick one or two, and then be consistent with that. This will allow you to get into autopilot mode, where it feels more normal to exercise than not. And two. Watch your thinking. Be mindful of your automatic thoughts and pay attention to your thoughts and feelings when you experience negative comparison. Let's start breaking the habit of believing on some level that we can re engineer appearance and thus identity through fitness. Don't get caught by information overload. Instead, learn to tune out the overcrowded airwaves to stay consistent on your own course and to make your own autopilot setting work for you. Your best you is not only straight ahead, but also available in each passing moment as you love, accept, and take care of yourself, just as you are. You just listened to the post titled, Avoiding Fitness Information Overload by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Need to hire? You need indeed. Dr. Neal here for my commentary. The underlying theme of what Rachel is saying is patience and consistency. The body that you want isn't just right around the corner necessarily. It does take some time and consistency, but you can absolutely get there to some extent. You may not look exactly like your favorite actor or actress, but you can definitely maximize your own potential. I don't mind so much when people say, make me look like Henry Cavill in Man of Steel or Gerard Butler when he was Leonidas in the movie 300, because what I understand is this was the motivation. This is why they're standing in front of me looking for help. And that needs to be acknowledged, because that's a huge step in itself. Just to get here, to want to do something about their habits, that's amazing. And I don't want to squash that motivation right off the bat. So if you do have a goal like that for yourself, it's okay. But we do need a reality check at the same time because what can happen is you'll look in the mirror every day, you'll look at that number on the scale and go, well, I don't look like this yet. What's the point? That's what we need to avoid. But if we can give ourselves a reality check every now and then and say, look, my body is different for me personally. I'm not as tall as Henry Cavill or Gerard Butler, but yeah, I would like those kinds of muscles, shoot. But I need a reality check to say, look, my genetics, my environment is telling me I'm not gonna be that tall. That's okay. I still need to use my potential. I want to maximize my potential. And so I'm just going to use these folks, these actors and actresses, or whatever, these superheroes, as motivation. But with the reality that I have to tell myself I may not look exactly like them. But if it keeps me motivated and doesn't discourage me, then by all means, that's fine. But if it starts becoming an issue where you're like, well, I don't look like that yet. When is that going to happen? Well, now we need to refocus your attention on maybe your progress, on how far you've come already. Take a look back and see, where was I six months ago? And if you've progressed since then, then use that as your motivation instead. All right, that's enough out of me. I'll stop crying. That wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening and being a subscriber of the show. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow for another Q&A episode and where your optimal life awaits.